Okay, so this is College Dropouts, episode 18. Um, we've got a special guest with us today, Liam and Catherine. Hi. Hello. What's Hi, happening? guys. Thanks for joining us. Before we do that, though, I just want to shout out our sponsor, 304. Um, honestly, guys, I know you two, like you're just talking about running, loungewear. Listen, when you're doing your meditation, your yoga, get some 304. That stuff is so comfortable. You can get into very different flexible like positions and that like lounging just on the sofa. Oh mate, trust me. And you can wear it anywhere. I'm yeah, I've got some I've got some three or four gear. That's, that's yeah, what I'm talking man. about. Yeah. Preaching <laughs> to the converted. Yep. And that's a look. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Man. How comfortable is it? Yeah, it's great. It's great. I, uh, I, I like the brand, I like the style, I like the colours. I've got a nice kind of like musty pink kind of uh outfit which is nice and yeah, yeah obviously it's complimentary yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good i like the style and local local lads yeah, yeah, and we yeah. love to support local businesses yeah, um 304clothing.co.uk that's it that's it so guys how's everyone been how's everyone been yeah yeah good good, good yeah very good man good good sun's out today which is good was it? So, yeah, I yeah, know. man. It's the first time in about a week, man. Me, I like <laughs> that. I just felt cold. Yeah, it's been, it's been cold. It's been cold, hasn't it? Mm, yeah. All good, man. All good. Excited for this chat, man. I've been waiting, I've, I've been waiting all week for this. Because I'll be honest with you, like, I've had a stressful, like, stressful month, to be fair. And I've really been thinking, like, yo, I need to try to get my mind and my body aligned. Mm. Because... When I was younger, all I used to do was go to the gym and play a lot of sport. So it was like sport and gym used to kind of de-stress me. Mm-hmm. But as I'm getting older, it's not having the same kind of effects. One, I don't play any sport anymore. Mm. It's I, I tried to start playing football again last year. <laughs> um, I lasted four games. I got run ragged by these 20 year olds really? and I was just like you know what I'm retiring so that was that <laughs> done so I went to the gym and I've just been going to the gym going to the gym and I love the gym but it doesn't de-stress me so I mean Mr. Stressbox himself I wanted some advice on what's the best way man to get like I said my body and my mind aligned because I, I feel like for years i didn't pay attention to my mind because I thought I was just tuned on. So it was always just about the body, the body, the body. But I actually, now I'm getting older, so the two need to be in sync. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's, what's the... Um, for me, I, I can speak for myself. Uh, I've done the football thing. I'm doing the football thing at the minute. So <coughs> it's, it's nice to hear that you tried. And I think the difference between like gym and and football is just the competitiveness and the, the it's, a, you know, it's you need that push from other peers as well team effort yeah, yeah. you need that mm. that's, and that's that's the you know it's it's can be daunting and humbling at the same time but for me one of the most important things that was that was pivotal um was walking walking in nature long walks discovery like i used to travel a lot in my 20s i'm in my 30s now i'm 33 and um when i started stress box i had to take a you know an obviously realistic um, approach to not traveling anymore because you, you want to sit, you know, you, wanna, you find found my purpose and wanted to, you know, focus on it. And that needs time, that needs effort, uh, 110% of it. And I just got into walking, um, just to get about easier, cycling, mm-hmm. cut down the costs. And um, one of the most amazing things was just walking, like 
aimlessly uh, on canals and then it's led to like public walkways which is kind of like it, it's in a, it goes from walking to becoming adventurous and like seeking the the traveling what's over that you know what's this village I've, I've stumbled in what's this town what you know what I mean that and then you're discovering and I think that's really um, walking farther like yeah, are you saying you're setting yeah. out with no Ours. kind of aim? As yeah, to absolutely, where you're going. You're absolutely. Yeah, that direction I'm going. Hundred percent, hundred percent, aimlessly okay. walking. Um, yeah. I did it today with my daughter, and uh, it was funny because I've just I've been I'm, she's two years old, and I've I've been a you know a, an adventurer errand kind of constructive dad now where I'm like I, I don't I don't aimlessly walk but some more I'm going for the I'm going for the shop for avocados and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and do you know what I mean and that's that's kind of the last couple of years but before today I didn't I, I even checked my pocket if I had anything I was tempted to go to the shop to get avocados so that's just because I've just been in these last two weeks habit, two like years been having a habit yeah. of getting things and doing the you know you're ticking a few boxes here and there you've got to do do that like you know we're going for a walk we're going on swings and then we'll get some 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 stuff and we'll go back we'll cook but you know i've realized i've lost that kind of aimless walking uh, mm. approach that i had mm. a few years before uh, i had my baby so and that was just like discovering just, it, it leads you places that you don't know even in birmingham man i like, just kept stumbling across amazing churches amazing new parks mm. um and that for me was just it was a big replacement for from from traveling in my 20s uh and it's now i'm just like in my 30s i'm just want to travel like worcestershire west midlands shropshire and mm. um peak district lake district London. yeah I'll, yeah i think i'll get the, i'll definitely get there but i'm thinking just like there's so much Long land around west. there's yes. so much land around yes. like in the west midlands this seem you know you just go over past the Licky hills you've got as we just we were talking about Bromsgrove a moment yeah. ago, and just all around Wesley's Clint, yeah, yeah, so man. Many I, I the Malvins. I feel like I struggle to do things like that because is it boring? My, do you it, find it boring? Yeah, like my mind doesn't find peace doing it. I feel like when I'm doing it, I'm just thinking about I could be doing something more constructive. But that's the whole point, isn't yeah. It? yeah. To get away from that kind of thing, to or up. to get away from that. Actually, being constructive. Well, this is what I mean. This is why I realised because I was. I mean, I've I've tried like meditating and things before, and it, I feel really uncomfortable just sitting there. It's kind mm. of like I'm one of them people. You know, if I wake up, I do the same thing, but I can't sit in my bed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when people say like the lying in bed, yeah. I feel like oh, like what? Yeah. I wake yeah. up and I'm like, yeah, I gotta get out. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as I wake up, I gotta mm-hmm. get up. Yeah. What am I doing? It's Quiet. almost like having, I find, <clears throat> it's like having a zest for life, in it? When you've yeah. got that, you wake up and you just want to be like, right, yeah. I'm make the most of this day. And it's the same as going to bed at night. Like, I generally don't like to be asleep. Really? <laughs> I know it's important and I do it and I, I try and get my record, but I don't like the thought of being asleep. You're not saying sleep is the cause of the death. Mm-hmm. But I fully feel that because I feel like when I'm asleep, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not living. I'm not doing all the things I could be doing. Mm-hmm. So I've got, no. So I look at that really differently. Like I mm-hmm. feel like it's essential it to live. You know, I mean, okay. to restore, to recharge, get mm-hmm. your energy back, ready for. I'd say I feel like I've got a zest for life, and I'm ready for the day. But um, I think um, we're a generation obsessed with being busy, and we feel That's like right. we're supposed to be busy, and if we're not then you know what does that mean and we overthink mm-hmm. it and actually there's absolutely nothing wrong we do nothing we do nothing yeah, yeah and like just to just to put more like i don't know more substance to that on these long ventures i'd walk i'd walk to like 
from Bourneville train station canal side into the city centre cube canal side all the way two hours and a half walking listening to podcasts and I'm getting productive you yeah, know what yeah, I mean I'm yeah, making yeah, phone yeah, calls yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm okay. doing my business side of things my, my work is in like is musical as well I always use the, the right the right sounds in my in my classes and to that I was kind of ticking some creative produ- productivity mm-hmm. there um, but I'd see four people five people on the way of you know populations like nearly a million in, in Birmingham and I'd just be like scratching my head thinking you know where is everyone but that's you know a lot of people we are stuck we are in this society we're born into a society that is in the industrial age mm-hmm. you're born in the 80s um then and we're and in this and in the location we're in birmingham yes. of course so mm-hmm. we are we've got the the habits of yeah. that age haven't we right and, race. yeah and i feel like with with i think loads of people would connect with what, you, how, yeah. what you're saying so many people would especially men and um we, and it's just finding your way out of it. It's, it's finding your finding your one. That, that for me, my intervention. Mm-hmm. Um, you can try it and try it and try that, but then is this going to? It could be something it, something different. But then if it, it could be like you get a dog and then you ha- your dog is then leading you out, uh, for example. So it's it comes through so I, different ways. Right? I, I've always enjoyed my, from a kid. Like my parents would take me camping and walking in hills and wow. yeah, I was yeah. always walking out in the outdoors mm-hmm. so it's like a second nature to me yeah. so I was doing that anyway and I thought it would be lovely if I had a dog to accompany me on these walks so I got myself a dog an energetic one that needed walking so in the days when I wasn't feeling it the dog's not going to let me get away with it yeah. so I do and I do find when I go up the ways I clint with the dog like, that time the dog's doing her thing, she's running off and did it. I'm calling her every now and again. But that time was just like being away from the hustle and bustle, being away from all my responsibilities. I know they're still there and I'm still aware of them, but it's a, just a space for myself to kind of like wind down and zoom out for a second. Mm. And then when I come back to it, I feel like I, I've. Uh, I don't know. It's just, they say it's good for the soul, and I feel Definitely. that. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't give you the science behind it, but because you come back and you're a little bit more balanced of the, mm. like you said the, the things are still there you feel accomplished as well yeah. if you do a yeah. long walk as well you come there. back and you think I think even on the days when you don't feel like doing it it's like running right, or any it? exercise yeah. the days you don't feel like doing it and you still do it mm-hmm. afterwards that sense of accomplishment you can't beat it yeah I've taken children up to the Licky Hills Kent Hills and all of that my own children with their friends my children are very used to it we do yeah, it all the yeah. time it's normal um, but it's interesting to see their friends look like what what are we doing like yeah, why are we okay. here mm. <laughs> where's the playground you know <laughs> and then um, initially they're a bit like weary and they're thinking okay why are we walking up this hill and then you'll just see it switch and suddenly mm. they're like you know like who can get up there the fastest or yeah. you know it becomes an adventure literally you know to the point where sometimes we get lost <laughs> yeah. get lost got to find our way back and you know and I think yeah to see in other children who wouldn't be doing that mm-hmm. naturally I think uh, so there's I, something in it like Greg I grew up the same you know my family did like so and we live literally off the ways of this so going up and going to places like that like the Morvans that in itself would do that but for me to like just get up in the day and think I'm going to go on a walk I wouldn't do yeah. like I'd, I'd do it like you know on the weekend like you said if we got the kids now and again if the missus wanted to go for a walk somewhere but I don't think I ever think I need to go for a walk to to um 
reconnect with nature. Re- <laughs> <laughs> not, re- yeah. not reconnect with nature, yeah. but yeah, yeah, to switch, switch off. Up. Because I feel like you end up reconnecting with yourself though when you go out in nature. Like, it, and especially like there's there's a book, um, oh, the way of the superior man, and he does, it's David Dida. It's a great great book, and they he talks about you know re you, men re-identify themselves in solitude and nature it gives that but don't you think that we don't reconnect with nature but we kind of lose ourselves so it's a form of like escapism so to me I one I feel like I'm very self aware so I feel like I know myself like I know you can always discover new things there's always a new power there's a paradigm shift or you should always have a new perspective on things when you're learning things that's part of being alive you should always be growing but I feel like for me, there's a difference between escaping things and saying that I found myself. Whereas I feel like some people will use, I need to just get away mm-hmm. to escape Definitely. the reality of what they need to do. Definitely. Whereas some people might just be like, yeah, I'm going to go out and chill and like reconnect. But I think it's a fine balance. Whereas me personally, when I do that, I just always feel like I didn't need to do this. Like, I don't feel like I ever need to kind of get away from the things that are going on. One thing I will say, though, everybody has a form of escapism. I know they have their own forms of escapism. 100%. 100%. And I think out of the choices, it's a good one. one. Because as you said, when you're walking, you're productive, you're talking to people, you're thinking about things you can be doing, you're being creative, you're listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're more inclined to stay in the house... The telly's going to go on, the music's going to go on. Mm-hmm. You're going to get distracted by, not distracted, but you're going to find another form of escapism, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. humans, we need to, we need as, mu- as much time as we focus, we need as much time to wander. And to me, that's a good way of wandering. It's like without the, the four walls around you, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, there's just something you need that's like you can't get from anything else. We, we we had a bit of a period where we was kind of climbing mountains and stuff, didn't we? We yeah, get all yeah, the lads together and we did uh, we did Snowden first, then we wow. did Scarfell Pike. And we were meant to do Nevis. We meant to do Nevis, but halfway up Scarfell Pike. I remember like uh, a couple of our friends went ahead and they, and they got quite far ahead in it, you know? And um, we seen this route and it looked like a shortcut, but it was steep. I must have yeah. gone this shortcut now. <laughs> climbing up this steep mountain. I got halfway up, I was like, I don't want to climb mountains no more. <laughs> <laughs> got to the top and it was just like, everyone was like, yeah, Ben Levy's next. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I think I'm done with this, these little mentions <laughs> now. Like, and then we started talking about going to like, um, France. France to, to the um, canoeing. The uh, canoeing through um, Gordon Gorge, yeah, Gorge de Verdun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's like the next plan for the next trip. But so it's I, good I to love have that it's, stuff though because that is adventurous. Is that more of a challenge? Yeah, that's yeah. adventurous. Yeah, yeah. just be. Definitely. And as a group of friends as well, it's a good yeah. bonding experience Definitely. as well. And yes. I think being out there doing that yeah. is. The, I mean, you can bond in the pub. You can yeah. bond playing computer games same, online. Though. Yeah. But that is just like that was our way of kind of like all of us let's get together and do it, and it's like. You kind of commit to it then, don't mm-hmm. you? I if, think if that's a group of people. Yeah, I think that's my next probably step towards like I've my mind's been like just myself, kind of. I've done a lot of solo traveling in my twenties and seen the benefits of that, um, and that's this is my new way of kind of using the you know the the idea of getting up and going and doing something new and different and seeing somewhere different, but it's more localized. But yeah. now I feel like the next step to that is bringing. 
Know, yeah, people around me and going and and, and do and, and bringing the competitiveness of the challenge up, mm-hmm. um, of climbing that or you know going over getting in water and canoeing and mm-hmm. you know just I, I like to do things because I I'm scared of heights. First and foremost, that's the challenge for me. It's not like first of all, like you said, it's like your friends and you're doing stuff like we've been in pubs together for years. But when we've started to go out and it's like let's go and we've been on holidays, you know, Thailand, seeing the world together. But it was a case of like, yeah, we've done all that. Let's do this. But that was my like personal challenge. Like it was kind of like, all right, everyone's going to walk mountains. I know I don't like heights. So you know when you see me at the back, like and my neck's shrinking into my shoulders, but I'm still making it to the top. That to me, when I get to the top, I'm just like, it, don't even say anything to anyone, but I'm just like, they're just like, yeah, 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 I've done that. So that's kind of, for me, when I overcome things, I feel like that's me centering myself mm-hmm. and that's the only way I do feel centered I'm quite mm-hmm. like bullish like that I feel mm-hmm. like if I don't get something done or something mm-hmm. challenges then it will stress me out if I don't do it yeah mm-hmm. but once I do it I feel like oh man I feel good yeah is that, do you think yeah, that's from the from you know your past accomplishments in football in sports and stuff probably probably but I think it's just more of a um, being one of seven and you know having all wow. the brothers and yeah. competing wow competing <laughs> to for attention probably <laughs> just through life just like you know yeah. you've got to do this to get you know yeah, some kind of fingers off your plate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. exactly yeah I, I feel like that but in terms of stress now do you think it is a lot more stressful today do you think we live in a very stressful time? I mean, because we live in a time of everything's um, accessible. Mm-hmm. Everything's born out of, you know, to make your life easier. Mm-hmm. So, should we be more stressed now? Mm-hmm. And are we more stressed now? And what's driving in, it? Just to link into that question, I'd like to ask as well, are, do, do you think we work harder than our parents' generation? Like as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a general population, no. as a general population, do you think mm. we work harder than our parents' population? It's different work. Di- different work. Mm. Different, different work. work. Like, yeah. They, I think they had more hands-on yeah. labour jobs. Yeah, labour intensive yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. At times. But I think mentally, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because people think like, you know, I've worked in offices at computers and come home and I'm like fried and people are like, yeah. you don't do anything, you set a computer all day and I'm like... Mm. Yeah. It's a different kind of yeah, it's different. Yeah, you don't yeah, really switch of stress, off. isn't it? Yeah, different. It's yeah, like a yeah. constant. But then this is why I think there is a possibility that we do work harder, as you said. Probably not physically. Not physically. But I mean, for the people in 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 manual jobs, physical jobs, they yeah. probably do work as hard, if not harder. I know yeah. people that work in construction that have to like work like all seven days a week, sometimes like fourteen hour days, seven days a week, and you know, because they're working for companies that are, are so driven by, you know, capitalists yeah. and, 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 and money yeah. Yeah. that they're, they're that feeding into hours. that as yeah. well. Demanding more to exactly. be done. And for them to be successful as a construction company, they have to meet the demands of the company that's trying, yeah. that's using them. Definitely. So for that matter, I I think that we, we tend to, mm. there's more working from home. Look, I reckon back in the day when our parents was working, you'd, you clock out at work yeah. and you're done. Yeah. It's not the same now. Like now that like you're expected to, 
respond yeah. to emails you've always yeah. switched yeah. on yeah. and if you're not responding to work emails you're mm-hmm. responding to your social circles and 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 your friends and your, and your side hustles and I've, I do think that we work we, there's, yeah. there's more pressure on us and we work good harder point. good point yeah. I think and you mentioned about what's driving it and I think you touched it there like is capitalism like that capitalism is good but then there's there's too much there's anything mm-hmm. there's too much of anything is not good you yeah. too much dancing you'll hurt your feet like, yeah. you know what I mean dancing's great feels good but if you do too much of it you'll be exhausted mm-hmm. it goes with everything from you know nutrition but even capitalism like there's there you're right since the incense come in you know you can you can now like you know the construction worker can go you know can go home and he's still gotta get some stuff done yeah he's got to log in and probably say what he's done (laughs) whereas before it'd be like you just go home and you switch off to your family and that's it you get up and you get the spade the next day and that's Mm -hmm. it the only you know it's just that timing whereas now he's like no you've got to log in we need to see a little bit more of this data where you what you what have you done today how have you accomplished it and and then that goes towards getting another contract because you this company's probably collecting all this look do the physical side here's some theory more contracts but and it's it's tough on the if you are in a physical job yeah we're we're in the age of information you're not getting away from it you're not getting away from the fact that you've got to be able to use a computer at some point and file your receipts file your tax returns for your company Mm. like you you well the people would have had to do that back in the day i kind of feel like i feel like that's on you like Mm. that's you trying to meet someone else's expectation like i think what's changed is those bigger companies from what I understand, let's say, of our parents' generation, there was more, um, um, I don't know if care is the right word, but there was more, um, you know, looking after your sort of caring about, now we claim to care about people's mental health. It's all a big thing at the moment. But realistically, now I'd say we're more just a number than ever before. If you don't want the job, there's Someone 10 other people that do so you just show up do what you're doing they might not even know your name half the time uh, along with that you know depending on uh, the company but um, not know you know yeah not knowing your name not knowing uh, that, anything personal do, about like, yeah, you yeah, that's, and yeah, that's stressful just come in, because it's a, do your bit that's like a spiritual thing because it's like you want to yeah. be like you want to be cared for you don't want to be a number you want to be yeah. important we are here we, everyone wants to find a, a purpose and if you exactly. don't feel like you've I don't think the bigger companies yeah, offer nah, that anymore nah, you right. just get, come yeah. in do I your get, bit yeah. and, and and that's it no, whereas before I think there was more yeah without a doubt there was more of a package in place that you kind of you know they got to know you and you know it was an effort um, I think we're more disconnected from mm. you know the, the community sense of you know sense of community I should yeah. say like yeah. Yeah. And, that, you know, the scary and thing about that is we're more, they, we assume that we're more connected than ever with no. the internet and the social mm. medias and even like the internet of things like devices and stuff like conveniences we feel it looks as though we're more connected than ever but it appears as more of a disconnect yeah because of the same reason which yeah. is it's amazing because like there could be family members that you haven't seen for five years but you feel like you've seen them because you spoke to them last week on Facebook yeah, yeah. you're catching yeah they, but they're, you're not they're telling you what they're telling you what yeah so it's almost like it's almost absolutely and I you almost like, absolutely. It's like I haven't spoken to you for ages so I'll drop you a message and that means I don't have to see you again for so long <laughs> yeah, because you've have had that connection with you and you can't say I haven't tried you know what I mean but we are increasingly becoming more disconnected because of the same things because yeah. of this digital world that we're in yeah mm. it's amazing and the next question i was going to ask is how do you feel 
uh, the pandemic and the lockdown has affected people's stress level and I'm talking about during and I'm talking about coming out of it yeah. how do you feel I feel like there's been some like I knew like, it's funny because the, the in 2019 I did a uh, 10 day silent retreat in Hereford and wow. Vipassana <laughs> yeah Vipassana okay. yeah and it was it completely um, cleansed me you know, massively in a, in a most amazing way like my, my eyesight, okay. sense of smell, hearing, mm. um, my relationship with myself. Uh, hold on, hold on. Improved. So, I'll tell you more about what it yeah, was. So it's 10 me. days yeah. in silence, no phone, no notes, no book. You, you know, a book? No, no, nothing, nothing. nothing. You're no, amongst cr- people, right? But you can't talk to them verbally. And no, yeah. You eat certain... Oh, the food vegan, was incredible. Vegan. Like You eat a lot of good food, like yeah. a lot of like, real fresh vegetables, like, uh, eat what you want that was yeah. like and even that your appreciation you can't wait for that that dish yeah. it's like it's just it, it felt like I went back to being a bit of a, like a baby because you just waited on is that you don't speak to anyone <laughs> though? is that where you feel yeah. like the communication was like through the food mm. Do you, in, a, in a sense of that if you're with people mm. and like no one can talk yeah. or speak to each other there's no notes, so it's not like you can write something down and pass it to someone. Yeah. When that dish comes out, <laughs> you see that fire in someone's so eyes. And, you know what? So it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yo, a good oh, point. you like that? And he's like, it's a good point. Because you know what? I've been eating the bread juice. I got bread juice. You know what? Because you know what? Afterwards, yeah, there was this. After you know, you can imagine everyone was like drunk with social like chatter afterwards and everyone kept coming up to me saying you were the guy that had this fruit salad you make it real nice and, it, and I was like and they'll be like you do this and you do it you put things and on like I like to play with food and, and, and make like I was kind of just being creative um, with, with my because um, you can't cook obviously so I missed my cooking at the same time like I like you miss think of everything that you do like you, you all end up missing in in those ten days. On the fourth day, you'd be like, "Man, I miss cooking. I miss listening to music. I miss reading. I miss." Did you ever feel like? I don't think you it would have took four days. I think <laughs> it would have took me like a few yeah, hours. People, yeah, people, a lot of people dropped out on the fourth mm. day. I was gonna a say, did people, anyone drop yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, the sixty men, sixty women. A lot of people, like I'd say half, did not you half come actually. Close, or was you just silent? Nah, nah, nah. I, I mean, I, I'd got. I was fortunate because I, I, you know, I study meditation. I, I've got my own practice. I got my own techniques, and it was like a big. It was a big dream for me to do this because I was like, I've, real, I've always wanted to do this and dive deep on meditation. Um, so it was a good opportunity for me. But, but I mean, there was, um, you know, the third days you get you're like, wow, I've got another seven days of, of doing this. It's like six meditations a day. Getting up, first meditations at four, half four. So you get up, you get, you go to the hall, you meditate for an hour, you come back, and then you meditate again at eight, and then another one at eleven, another one at three, another one at six, another one at eight, and then you've got a little lecture at the end. Um, but it just there was, you know, you're in a nice little sanctuary, good nature around you. The birds' song becomes more pure. This is what I heard. It was I just a beautiful. They said he came out and he could hear the birds' songs like so pronounced and like he just appreciated everything yeah. more than light, the sound. Trust me, I can, I can, I can almost like pitch out. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, you like, would, man. He, I like talking. Hundred percent would. I come out. It was just incredible when I come out. I went for a lovely walk because it was in Herefordshire, middle of. Yeah. All the Hereford Hills. Uh, I was finding little spaces in this compound um, of like just it wasn't like a compound. It was just real nice, big retreat place. But you could see over the hills, and I was like, right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a walk over those hills and find my way over. And want to get out of this because 
I mean, she, I because me, I, 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 at that point, I don't have like boundaries in my life, and I just go, I just go, and, and I saw like, don't go over these. I was just like, man, that, that's challenging me. <laughs> like, I want to jump over and, mm. and and go over the hills and go towards the sunset and stuff. So I did that, and it just, it, I just felt incredible on the on the the eleventh day, and at least I listened to music, and I noticed that my relationship with music was just like, it went to a whole nother level, a mm. whole nother level. Uh, so then my listening skills improved. Um, uh, it was just incredible. You, my sense of smell, my vision, yeah, everything improved. And, let me ask um, you this: during those eleven days, what did you learn most about yourself? Um, I learned that I was uh, I'm I'm quite funny because I was just making myself like laugh like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot because I was bored. So I was just like I was just kept coming up with oh, things. Funny guy, I was funny man. I was just like when laughing at loads of memories and things, and I was just like. I was just make. I kept, and I just felt and realized that like, that was important for me just to be still in my myself and just yeah. enjoy. If you can't make yourself laugh, then then you know I feel like that that that's what I, I one lesson I learned. Like, so making myself laugh was just it kept me strong when I, when I um mm-hmm. when I was just getting bored really, and that that was that was that was good. But um, my point was that when so when the lockdowns came, I was really quite happy because. Not that this was going on. I don't want this going on, and I don't like all the. I knew that there was a lot of fear that was going to be hit, mm-hmm. uh, and that, that was not helping me. I feel like I'm just getting over all that because it's just uh, it's sad to see a lot of people. You know, even you know a lot of people, family members, everyone yeah. in fear. That's mm-hmm. not nice. But um, I also knew that it was going to be people need to be still, and I knew mm-hmm. uh, coming out of that, yeah. I did a video, and I was just like people need to experience this because it's so you actually get back to like being your your root self because we are so distracted by things even like you know whether you work for someone or you work for yourself you can be your own slave at times or you can be your you know slave to the company and stuff and it's yeah. like you can you can this work game where we can be completely just so focused on it but when you come back to, to yourself and to your root self and you know relearn how to breathe relearn how to listen relearn mm-hmm. how to, to mm-hmm. you know bird watch do you think though like you said you're trained in it do you think um because what you said there with the um when you were doing your silence like challenge i'll call it um you were thinking about the past you were thinking about and i guess thinking when i get out of here i'm going to do this or when i stop doing this um do you think uh, the time was ever t- were you present were you ever just like this i'm here the, the times i'm here yeah. now do you know what i mean yeah and i think with the lockdowns and whatnot um the reason why people couldn't just be present is because of the, uh, like you said, the fear. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting back to yourself, do you think people realise that it's about just acknowledging now, the rather power than of now. yeah, mm. rather than um, trying to, you know, think about those past memories, thinking about the future? Yeah, I mean isn't that's what we dance in, isn't it? We dance staying. in the future, we dance in the past, and that's why meditations are hard because you only dance in the present, and that is just you being with the flow of the breath because that's the only thing that can be present. So it's that, I knew that, you know, stopping that, get up and go, get up and go, get up and go, doing, doing, doing mentality, mm-hmm. activity, then I feel like, I feel, I'd see some people massively benefited. Um, I know that really helped them stop bad habits because it would, you know, being still and having that kind of like, okay, I can't go into work, but also what can I do? Like just having that, it, break some bad habits that come around with your graft yeah um, so I, I thought- think most people most people that I spoke to found comfort I think at first it was fear yeah and then they found that lockdown allowed them like me 
setting up this business, had another business as well, 24-7 on the go. Like, I, I, even to this day, I don't really have days off. Like, I, I struggle to have a day off on the weekend when I'm at home. As soon as, like, my missus or kids are, I'm there. If my missus got plans, I'm like, yep, yeah, come on, we'll do it. As soon as them plans get cancelled, I'm itching. I'm like, yeah, I've got to go to work. Like, she's like, what do you mean? Like, you weren't going to work 10 minutes ago. I'm like, yeah, but we're not doing anything now. I gotta go. Whereas in lockdown, it was just kind of a time for me to just go, oh, you know what? I don't feel guilty. You know? like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like bad for not yeah, doing it because yeah. no one's doing it. Mm-hmm. So. Did you struggle like, though? Did you struggle with it? What? In terms of doing nothing? Yeah, just having to accept that this, uh, is, this is what it is. No, because I didn't really no. stop working. I did in the sense of mm. like meeting with clients, but I didn't stop thinking. Yeah, yeah, I was the same. Yeah, I couldn't. So I was, it was tough for me because I like I, I, I love my work. I get buzz from my work and helping seeing seeing the uh, instant uh, benefits of it. Of you know, some sessions I can go in, people look tired and exhausted and frustrated, and at the end they look completely different, calm, so I, relaxed. Look, just just to give context, what what is your work? So we need yeah, to sorry, yeah. <laughs> so I, I so I, I um I created a, a service, a wellness service called Stressbox, and it's about um, bringing boxing, music, and meditation into a, a class format. Um, so it's you know it's physical. It can be aggressive. It's you know you 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 box with a rhythm. You, you, I I coach boxing rhythm over more boxing it's more like the rhythm the rhythm around boxing um and that's supported by the music and the breath and then it's about meditation at the end and and being still with the active body because that's how i think that's the most uh, that's what's been good about my work is when you sit and be still just from if i was going to meditation now um your your body is very calm, very still, and then therefore energy will just be in the head. Whereas when you're boxing and active and fluid and in rhythm and and you're breathing to get more energy, then you are still. There's so much like it's like the the the, the sound in the body is so loud. Mm-hmm. So then you actually can actually keep you focused on that and then you know the the. Uh, the timing of the breath going back to its normal. There's lots, there's lots of focus on and the rest, mm-hmm. you know, in from exercise, not just boxing. I just use boxing because it's a great stress relief. It's a great, um, I feel like it's an underused sport, at like kind of, uh, you know, in schools or in, 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 in areas of society, it could be used just to, just to support, you know, uh, exercise it so because much. it's such, it's it fun. It's it fun, it's, it's so it much fun. Fitness, fun. Confidence building is immense with it. Um, discipline. Yeah, yeah discipline. Social um, boundaries. Because I've boxed since I was 15 and I feel like it is one of the best. I say this to everyone, whether I was playing football or boxing, I always prefer boxing, like training-wise, in sense of, because I feel like I get so much more out of it. Yeah. So I can see why why that why you did that. I feel like the the rhythm of it as well. It is like you're dancing. Yeah. Mm. So 100%. it's quite a unique. It's a unique idea that you've concept that you've put together, which is good. I wanted to um, touch on when we're training the the mind and the body. How important is it about what we put in our bodies? Massive man. Because this doesn't get talked yeah, about. Yeah. This is enough. what. Yeah. This is like for me. Um, at the beginning of stress box, it was all about like 
creating like just getting used to working with um, people with boxing and then bringing in meditation and then bringing in elements of yoga then then bringing it into the fitness gyms challenging what's on the fitness timetables working on choreography the creative side of it was so like instrumental the first couple of years and that that took a lot of my energy up so I had to focus on like just I wanted to research the body and the mind in many ways from like music psychology neuroscience um, you know from yoga um, you know leadership as well sport learning from sport the, the arts just learning about you know bring, bringing all sorts of things into my into my work mechanics yeah. Like yeah and um and I knew that I had to kind of take a hit on one of the most important things in health which was food because one I couldn't go organic two just financially because I was you know worked you know just challenging starting up a business I had to focus a lot on business as well I studied business immensely a lot like I still do like and you know have it because that's a you know because it's not just a service I was creating it was a business it was like ah do the creative side do the business side so something had to I couldn't really focus too much on food and I was loving my food at that time because I worked in uh, a local leisure centre not far from here and and that got me really passionate about food Um, and um, but now I found my, my, my amazing partner and um, she she has really brought in the awareness of the importance of food and organic food she comes mm-hmm. from a background of a of an allotment grower who's just he wins awards um, shout out to Shani Sean Christie and Jimmy Christie um, her dad who, who's taught me a lot about you know organic produce and food and and that I've started to see benefit in, in myself spiritually in the last couple of months because we've started to go more organic because it you, once you realise what's been what's in food mm-hmm. the emulsifiers the mm-hmm. pesticides mm-hmm. what they spray on foods that's what it it just kind of just stuns down the nutrient value of it which yeah. then it's like you could eat all the nice you can eat bananas, lemons, and everything, but it's if it's not if it's if it's not organic, it's yeah, still got stuff it on it. Tesco, yes, I, and I it's like this. that's and that's that's so important, so mm. important. And then even like that's why now I've, I drink more. I try. I'll go out my way and go and get Malvern water. Water in general is just so important. That that's for me. Water was like my best friend because I obviously during this phase of stress box and creating it I had to keep healthy and I did keep healthy I just didn't have two eyes on it I, but one of the, the most important things during this phase was water and I started learning about water and how important it is for the mind how important it is for the for your energy levels for yeah. processes in the body yeah. it's funny because we were talking off air weren't we and I was saying that my friend does in Kangan water um if you don't know what it is, go and look it up. It's like ionised, um, aging cellular regrowth and everything basically. It's it's really good water. And then he was telling me about it and he was saying that there's a cost to this kind of water. So you mm-hmm. have to have something fitted in your home to get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it costs like about £4,000. And I, I was at a table, so this was at dinner we were all at. And he's telling me about it and someone else was like, and he was like, oh, yeah, but you've got to pay £4,000 to have this, to get this water. And even at, at first, I was like, why would I pay £4,000 for that? But then when I went home and I started to really think about it, I was like, actually, water is probably the most important thing you're yeah. putting in your body. Mm-hmm. So if I know I can get, like, the purest or, the, mm-hmm. you know, the best quality water, why would I not pay that? 
literally on tap as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is it like a filter? I take it some sort of filter that's I'm, installed. I'm not sure no. the machine it is, no. but it's something that it must be a some sort yeah. of filter that takes and, some more mm-hmm. deionizes it right. and then pumps it out or distills it or yeah. something. Yeah, but. Because isn't the body the, a large amount of the body water? It's not seventy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. seventy or ninety percent. So, yeah. so that says yeah. it's obviously essential, isn't it? But I think yeah. people are afraid of water as well because we've been growing up on like flavored stuff, flavored fizzy stuff, and and more addicted to it. Yeah, yeah there you go, there you go, and that's what's in. And that, going back to what you said, what's 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 laced in food, you know, and that's the, think that's it, the issue. For me, it's always. <clears throat> I went for a couple of years. I was only drinking bottled water, certain bottled waters as well. Mm-hmm couple of years of it I wouldn't touch tap water because I heard so many things about you know like fertility rates and fluoride and copper and all these things and I avoided it like the plague now I drink I drink tap water because I want to drink water and it's not better than pop better than park yeah, yeah. and I can't necessarily afford to just keep that's what I water to do, yeah. I, get, yeah. I don't stress yeah, about yeah. it yeah. if I've got bottled water in the house that's what I'm drinking yes. if I haven't and I want to drink yes. I'm going to drink the tap water tap so water, I don't yeah. stress but I go for the like with food, actually, any anything, you just go for the best that you can. That you can, if that makes yeah, sense. The time, when yeah, yeah. when shopping, I understand the organic. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I think the aim is to just eat the best level you can, rather mm-hmm. than because so, what people tend to do is, well, I can't do that, so I'm just going to forget it altogether. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Extreme to do other. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nonsense, yeah. and that's you know. So I just think. You just try and maintain the best you can. So yeah, I do drink bottle. I prefer to drink bottle, and I can taste the difference. I don't know about anyone else. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, I can definitely. smell chlorine yeah. in the yeah, tap water. Tap I can water. smell this, it. This is the right. thing that gets yeah. on my nerves. It's like <clears throat> organic food, right? Mm-hmm. It's more expensive than, than just buying your regular food. Is it that food. much more expensive? Or is that <coughs> I don't know. No, no, I think it is more yeah, expensive to maintain an organic, strictly organic kind of diet. It's going to yeah. be more expensive. Which is probably understandable because it probably costs more to farm and da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. But with water, right? For example, when we had when there was talk of like global climate crisis and stuff mm. like that, they started incentivizing like um, insulation in homes and stuff like that, right. and it was paid for by the government, etc., etc. Now, if we know that water is good for your health and we know that tap water is not great for your health, mm-hmm. why is there not an incentive to fit filters into homes? Yeah. <clears throat> and have it paid for by the government surely it will take strain off the NHS it will take strain off doctors and GPs because there will be more people drinking clean water like is, that not, assumption- is that not like an obvious thing to do Absolutely. my assumption is Absolutely. that the government are fully in support of the water that comes out of the tap that high fluoride is something because different parts of the country yeah. it's completely different I was going to yeah, say yeah, well, yeah, yeah. we've I mean, got good water yeah, yeah. decent yeah, yeah. I in think Birmingham yeah, it's yeah. Well, I, like, I, when I started growing my hair I noticed I used to um, just the difference in from the north uh, Warwickshire to, to Birmingham uh, my hair would be so much nicer in uh, water autumn from washing your hair man I was like wow and then now now I live in Alfchurch there's a river that goes through it's a big river and I I, I just I clean it in there and it's like it puffs up it's nice obviously you go to the sea and it's obviously my hair it's just it goes to another whole level man Mm. but it's just seawaters yeah yeah. seawaters it's amazing for for you but um what about you know we were just talking about organic food sorry when you were saying about the cost yeah is that because people are just trying to still go to Tesco to buy organic food? Can't you source you organic to- or grow organic food? Wouldn't that be 
cheaper. Definitely. Yourself. Because when people say to me, organic food's more expensive, I kind yeah. of feel like... Grow it yourself. How yeah, is it more expensive? Yeah, but that's a whole... Creatures all creatures sourcing it. It's a whole lifestyle. We are yeah, now. Yeah, we are now. And that's lifestyle. what we got. We are now keep creatures of convenience. We talk about like what, you know, modern day stresses and stuff like... Back in the day, is this normal to, to grow your own potatoes in your garden yeah. and, and that? And that's yeah. what we... That's what... That's what people, and I feel like in the pandemic as well, that's another benefit that happened. People started to yeah. grow an yeah. awful lot more because mm-hmm. just of a release of creativity. I needed to get up and do things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got my garden. I've got a little bit of gland there. People started to grow their own food a lot more. Yeah. And re- and that's the healthiest way because then it's seasonal. I You're eating what you, what, whatever is I often say, the, I think the climate is allowing. Supermarkets is like going to be our demise, man. And it's yeah. been, oh, yeah. I think it's it's thing that's yeah. made us so unhealthy. So many yeah. things so much sugar readily yeah. available so much so, convenient yeah. food yeah to be in a supermarket we're working with a guy um, who does the, the baddest pitters um, proper pitter he, he, he's he actually cottage not far from here mm-hmm. and he's he's like part organic and he's, he's very passionate about, about his work and he's really got this recipe and it's just, he, he, does, he just makes amazing pitter breads but like even him, he's just—I think he's trying to get into like Sainsbury's. But they they want the shelf life lasting longer, so they're, therefore he needs to put what in it? Mm. Mm. Nonsense in it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got to put nonsense yeah. in it, and I yeah, won't yeah. buy it. But you mentioned I don't want it for me or my family. So it's like that's where he—he—it's interesting. Yeah, it shows you that, that, that we don't know place. that. Like, mm. but I'm learning that now that I've got a, um, you know, we we we're, we're in a, a you know, organic. Um, Supplying uh, supplying organic food, like I'm learning a little bit more about it and in the ins and outs, and yeah, it's the, like you said, the, these big corporates built um, so organizations. Like they about they like the rise of cancers. Yeah, and, that's and that's because like it's that. all laced. To all me, food like, has got it's, nonsense in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether there's there's more of a prevalence of things like cancer and mental illness because it's more on record and there's more people kind of sort of declaring that they right. have these things yeah, and doctors okay. saying this yeah, is like the people issue. eating more natural stuff. But to me, it seems like there's more of a prevalence of these things as well. From I'm talking about from past experience, from when I was younger to now, I feel like there's more people getting hit by illness, different illnesses and ailments. Yeah. And I think it's linked with, with things it's like... 100%, 100%, 100% it yeah. is, absolutely. We wouldn't yeah. have half the problems, half the diseases if, if, if we all started growing our own fruit and yeah. vegetables yeah. in our gardens or having land all around. We, we, you know, I've learned loads about just land and outside of... of, of uh, in Worcestershire and just you know there's lots of there's lots of empty land and you know there's, we, we, we want to grow our own vegetables but um, and we see lots of potential for it and that's mm-hmm. and we couldn't with the reason why the root box was 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 founded is because we couldn't find um, local not even organic <laughs> we couldn't find that many much local produce of fruit and vegetables grown around Alf Church we had to go out to like uh, just past Redditch to find a nice, real quality um, uh, farm that 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 was that had lots of you know good fruit and vegetables. And then even then, when we started bringing that back, Mr. Grandad Jimmy, who's a, who's his award winning of you know fruit and veg, so he knows what's good and what's bad. He was just like, that's not great. <laughs> and um, we so we started to find season. more and more. And then that's what the, like entrepreneur, like entrepreneur. You know, you always start with the frustration, mostly really. So what, most what's of, root box? Then? Root box is uh, is my partner's business, which is um, she sells fruit, organic uh, fruit and veg from um, from a horse box. Oh, nice. And it's local fruit and vegetables, um, organic, and um, yeah, she's she's 
it's she's trying to create um just re- just create something that's not really around um around us um because we we wanted to you know put high quality nutrients into our into our young one and we were sick to go we're sick of going to the co-op we're sick of going to <laughs> sainsbury's we you know their behavior just, just saying pa- we're not slandering sainsbury's mm-hmm. or uh co-op yeah, <laughs> yeah these are my personal views but i'm not you know they i'm not saying it's just, <laughs> just it's just uh it's it, you know just the the amount of plastic that goes with it yes. i think their behavior for me personally their behavior around the pandemic was not good enough of, uh, and so that that kind of put a, a big um a big no-no mm, towards me i'm, I'm yeah. actively into like you know business behavior uh, Ethics. and yeah and just, I, and and then all you as you as i we dove into it we've started learning a lot more and just wanted to go local I think the pandemic taught a lot of people about localising as I talked about from travelling I think the Canal River Trust who I work with they mentioned that out in the countryside people were using the canals and rivers 400% more during the really? pandemic yeah which was which is great so then that's just going to impact more people to, to, to use local farmers which is great local businesses mm-hmm. so um, yeah man um, that's 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 kind of like the, the purpose behind the root box um, but she, my partner Sean, she's got a um, she's got a, a lot more to add to this, and uh, in terms of where she wants to go, Food, she wants yeah. her own. She wants to grow. She wants to you know learn more, educate people more. She's mm-hmm. learning a lot about what's in food at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's uh, she's she's got a real keen eye for it, which is great, and it's, and it's, it's it's serving me well. It's definitely serving me well because obviously I'm in health and I'm in stress management, and that's, yeah. this these you know there's so many different things that impact that from the visual diet. I think that's a big thing for me. That's what I'm kind of tapping into earlier about yourself. I feel like like yes, we have our intake diet of food, but we also need our visual diet impaired as well and work done because seeing the sunrise and sunset, there's nothing more glorious than those mm-hmm. two things. And if you bring that with your dog, a loved one, a bit of nice music in your ears, like that, that those present moments that just stop you, like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to go to Ibiza, no, do you know what I mean? No, it's no, got no, to no, there's yeah. where you are, the Waisleys. I've been up there countless times it's with beautiful. sunsets and it's outstanding. Going down to Stonehenge. Yeah, the winter silence and summer. Like, I love doing that. Like, I've done that a few times, and it is one of like the best things you can do. Just staying up and seeing the sun and down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very good for your mental health. That is, it's very good for sleep pattern because mm. your circadian rhythm in your body that that, that is your body clock. It, yeah, it, it, the it, go, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. go with you know the. I think for people that are, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out to me about um, seasonal depression, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's S-A-D. right. It, it's, you know, that's. It's right now because yeah. we're just yeah. in that instant change. In, in, a, in a month's time, yeah. we'll be all right because the adaptation's there. Mm-hmm. You know, the family will be there for Christmas. Mm-hmm. The anticipation for Christmas, the lights will be there, which again helps your visuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we won't, you know. But at this moment, right now, it really is like a, you know the seasonal depression is 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 right now, and seeing the sunrise and sunset right now. Um, is is really important for people to suffer from uh, seasonal depression. If you know, if it's not just behind the clouds, even just going out and finding it, seeing it, timing it, because mm-hmm. um, it's not too early and it's you know it's half four now. So it's those two, you're trying to going down with the sun and watching it, it's, it helps with your mood right now. It really mm-hmm. adjusts your circadian rhythm. Just bringing it back to stress and like in in this modern world, do you feel like 
for young children. What what do you take on like the? I want to say the internet, social media, mm. because, like you say, you're big on ethics and how your companies run. Now we've got um, tools that we use, such as Instagram, fa- uh, Facebook, what else is there? Twitter, Twitter Snapchat, you know, Snapchat, LinkedIn. things like that. Well, people like we know that these are designed to make people addicted to them, mm-hmm. but for ourselves as entrepreneurs and you know, if you work with people, they're such vital tools. How do we find that balance and measure between it? And how, as a father, how do you teach your kids about using social media? Well, they're too young at the moment. I know. Mm. Or how would you, I'd mm. say. Mm. And you guys. So, like, what's oh, that? Because you're would, on my direction. I would yeah. say the best, ex- the best way you could teach a child about anything is by example, not? Yes, I was going to say If you're so. the kind of person that's on your phone, like, you... I do this like my son sat next to me he's talking to me and I like, get sucked into my phone and yeah. I was only conscious really recently like of how mo- I was watching a TED talk about kids interactions with their parents and like mm-hmm. it showed this child <coughs> talking so the parent was interacting with the child and the interaction was back and forth and then the parent went onto the phone and the child was trying to interact with the parent and gradually the child's behaviour got more out there and erratic until the parent was like put down the phone like oh what is it and you just notice this gradual increase in the child's behaviour was like screaming not screaming but like being louder like throwing things and then and then it wasn't until I watched that that I really zoomed out I mean I was aware of it like you had to pay child attention and not spend too much time on your phone I wasn't really aware of the effect Fix. prevalence and relevance of how yeah. much you do it so yeah. now like I'm conscious if I'm on my phone and I hear him say something and I, like, I didn't hear him the first time and then I'll notice he'll start doing something and I'll be like he's doing that thing like he's he's acting out because he's yeah. not getting my attention so my phone goes down and I think it works with social media the more we see because they're, they're not stupid they're they not. see that we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram yeah. and, and like it. or he's, he's only four now he probably doesn't know what those things are but when he does yeah. he's like oh that's what my dad was on all the time so mm. he's then going to go well I'll use it all the time as well yeah. mm. so yeah. I think it's, it's leading by example is yes. probably the main thing and that's yeah. and that and that should be enough to tell yourself like I should spend less time on these things anyway yeah because if I'm spending less time with it he's seen me spending less time with it and that's vicious cycle breaks there and then don't yeah. it mm, nice I'm not gonna lie nice. pre-pandemic like I had Facebook I had Instagram barely used them couldn't even remember someone would say oh on Facebook I'm like, I, I don't know I, don't, I haven't you know I haven't looked and then in the pandemic completely just wedded yeah you know, because what else were we doing? I, I remember waking up and couldn't wait to get on TikTok because it made, you know, this is middle of the lockdown, so nothing's going on, you know. And I'd just sit there for about, like, I'd lose an hour and a half and then be like, what What have I been doing? I'm, yeah, I've TikTok, done that. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm now, I'm looking back and thinking, what was, because now when I look at it, I guess because other things are going on, I'm just like, this isn't that funny. But I was literally obsessed. I found it hilarious. So, and then obviously now my children, love TikTok and mm. it's kind of hard to pull it back because they know what it is mm. they heard me speaking so oh have you seen this, this you know so yeah, positively, yeah. positively of it mm-hmm. they are completely gone like I have to be saying like um, you know you'll get an hour on your phone or on your tablet yeah. but I you got to lead by example because yeah and I'm trying and now I'm coming back out of it I've noticed I'm spending less and less time on social media mm-hmm. 
and but I do fear that I've already you know they're now in their own kind of addiction if you want to call it that but do you Um, think that it causes you stress as in to a point where I think if anyone said it didn't they'd be lying Mm. yeah you can't be in that it's just too um, I get anxiety with 100% and I don't believe anyone who says it doesn't Mm -hmm. no if you're using it just I can't explain to use it is to care what people think like do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, to yeah. overthink what you come across like to think about every word you type in every comment if you yeah I'm sorry um, you can't have one without but the other I, don't I, think. I was going to a point because I've got four there was a stage where I had four Instagram accounts oh right so business business okay. business and, and then personal. personal right so it was kind of like every day Post, 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 post. Like, you're trying right. to drop, like, three, four, five, six posts a day. Like, two for each business. Right. Work. My personal one, not so much. Like, just family stuff. Mm-hmm. If and when, like, it wasn't really a personal thing. But I even feel like for the business ones, it was like... Like I said to you, you know, like, like oh, I haven't posted in, like, three days, man. I've got, like... Ah. But then, when I picked my phone up to post... I was getting anxiety about posting because I hadn't posted for three days. It was really weird. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Mm. Like, it's so strange. Like, it was stressing me out. Like, mm. thinking like, oh, I, it wasn't so much thinking like, oh, I, like, oh, I haven't posted to what are people going to think. I don't know what, I don't know where the root of it was, no. but literally, like, my missus now, I wake up sometimes. I wake up and I'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning mm, without a shadow that every day. Yep, I'm so. in the gym for half five. My missus can wake up next week, boom, my phone's out and I'm on Instagram. You're like, what are you doing? It's like, it's five in the morning. I'll be like, yeah, but I've got a post for the business. Like, because if I don't do it now, I won't do it. Mm. So I kind of feel like sometimes my, I don't know, I don't, my addiction to it is rationalised by the fact that I sad need to do related. it's yeah. work yeah. Yeah, yeah great self awareness though well done yeah <laughs> true by, that's by true saying that, you're still on the right side of it yeah you're not saying if I post something yeah. I feel like I'm like that in tune with my posting because there was a point when I was on it all the time Facebook so posting whatever whenever because I was probably addicted to that dopamine hit you get from the likes yeah. and yeah. friend yeah. requests and the even like when people would like <coughs> unfriending me, it was like, oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, come rationalising that somehow. Yeah. But then I got to a point where I completely come off it because I was like, nah, this is too much. I'm too, it's too inner like, and so I come out of it, and I've gradually like gone back on certain things because for the same reason, like I want to be active in in the business promotion. Mm-hmm. I want to be active in in letting my friends and family know what I'm doing with yeah. my business and main that's my main thing every now and again I'll post a family because I mean just like for my family to see but I feel like I'm not aware of like the effect that it has on me now when I post the second I've hit send or before I think oh, that anxiety is kicking in mm-hmm. and I'm thinking consciously like before I would have probably been erratic in my f- movements and erratic in my speech mm-hmm. and stuff because in the back of my mind, that anxiety was there. I just wasn't aware of it. Yeah. Now I'm that aware of it. I'm like, I've done this post. There's, I reckon probably about 100 people have seen it by now. Like, And I'm thinking about like all, all the, the, the possible kind of opinions that there might be about this post. Yeah. Like the different kind of opinions. Because mm. you do. Like, yeah. even, if you, even, if, even if you're I'm not aware of it, in the back of your head, you have yeah. to be aware that there's going to be 
I'm, like, say you've got a hundred friends on your friends list, and a hundred people see you. There's going to be a hundred different opinions of yeah. that yeah. post. Yeah. So I'm aware of that, and I'm thinking like, yeah. I wonder how this that person won't think of it. I wonder yeah. what that person yeah. might think of it. But it's conscious. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before not it was subconscious. Point, not to the point of not posting it. So it's not like in in a way of I shouldn't do it. And what I have to keep telling myself when I'm going through that is. Well, I thought it was okay in the first place, so why am I questioning yeah. it now? Yes. Just be okay with you it. To, yeah. I've got to, but the fact that I've got to tell myself that what um what's going on? But I think it's that it's reaching an amount of people. If I took that picture and showed my immediate friends and family, you get an immediate you. response, yeah. and it, and it's all good. And more than not, you're around people who kind of like and support you, so yeah, yeah, the response yeah, yeah, is going to yeah, be a certain yeah. way. The reality of social media is actually, like you said, of those hundred people. Not everyone's going to necessarily like support, support, yeah, uh, yeah, or whatever, and it's that I guess that throws you off. It it's not always going to stimulate a positive response. Yeah, it's going to. Oh yeah. Whether it's mm. like I know there's people on my friends list that mm. probably don't think of me in the funniest way, and it's yeah, those same, kind of people. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. I wonder what they think of it. Why though? Yeah. Why? Like, I don't. Equally, equally basis, sometimes it's for them. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you're doing it. I'm to doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Look. Yeah. But like, then you're still thinking about them when really yeah. they should. They should. They should. Shouldn't, shouldn't even be a thing. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think like. Go back to what you said in the first place was leading by example. I think that's that's yeah. that's something I can bear in mind now because you've like um my my daughter's two. She's you know she now wants to watch you know animals on YouTube and she's you know she'll get she's gonna get she's getting demanding with it. So that's just the start, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but even though it's 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 harmless to a point, but you know adverts on YouTube aren't so harmless at times they, they can be quite strange and mm-hmm. they, you know from, from from on the other side of the room and then an advert comes comes on for five seconds and you know getting there in five seconds might not be the thing so mm-hmm. yeah I think we're in this stage like you know this is this is the age of information we are here to learn about this we don't know the answers just yet we'll be right. learning on the job and leading by example having having moments like yourself you know you've, you've realised mm-hmm. um You've been, you've been, you've been a part of it, and then you've seen the backlash. So there, you've learned. I think we're just at this point now. I'm sure we're just like learning just from each other. I, I, I say that all the time. Though. I feel like our generation is. Um, I say all the time. Our generation is the generation of mental health, and I feel like the next generation will be better equipped. Yes, because Absolutely. I. I feel like I we the internet was thrust upon us. Yes, mm. exactly. We weren't we weren't used to being able to have the whole world in our hands. Right. Mm. Like we it's too powerful. Free. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. use it like that. That the the information overload Overland. that yeah, I yeah. think our, our generation in particular yeah. suffered is ha, is apparent in mental health, yeah. poor mental health. Yeah. So wouldn't you expect that then, based on that, the fact that these children are just growing? with it like you know they've never known it not be there wouldn't that imply that it's going to be worse worse no you think it'll be better i think I it'll be better because i think they'll be able to process it better i think okay. we i think we have a role to play in that right. and they're going to learn from the fact that yeah. you know like the last generation mm. don't look, look what happened to them no. like you know what i mean mm. so because mm. i i generation like, is a key yeah, yeah because I think the internet gives us beautiful things as well yeah, and I feel yes, like the yes, more yes, information yeah. that people have access to mm-hmm. the more 
uh, in tune and you know more informed decisions can be made like it and that's that's the main thing I think which right. is going to determine what happens is mm. having all the information to make an informed decision mm. um, whereas I think when we were just given the internet we didn't have all the information it was just kind of like whoa we've got this I mean people don't like know about referencing sources anything so this day and age people just read anything and believe just, everything's yeah. true yeah. whereas I kind of feel like the next generation will have some kind of leveling out of that yeah. right. and realise that think about actually, more critically yeah like this this thing isn't like mm-hmm. the, the whole truth it's not yes. bad so yeah. I feel like they I will so. I feel like it, it, it's showing itself in I feel like more young people are aware of social issues I feel more young people are aware of climate change I feel more young people are aware of you know the things and that generally comes from the internet mm-hmm. okay so Although we talk about the stress it brings, I feel like it's also going to build and bring a lot of good things okay. into. It's the same as anything, any like too much of something is poisonous. Mm-hmm. Right. Too much yes. internet, too much water is poisonous. Right. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? And I think yeah. the key theme out of what we've spoke about That's today, yeah, yeah, is moderation. Yeah, right. yeah. Moderation yeah. is is True. key, and I think if we can hand that down to our children. And say, listen, you've got all these things readily available. You've got information. You've got mm. food. Uh-huh. You've got all these like things you can do. You can climb mountains. Yeah. You can bungee jump, parachute. But you know, moderation. Mm. Let's 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 keep that as a key theme. And um, mm. going back into what we we're saying about the social media thing, we're at Making Change Studios on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. MakingChangeStudios.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out 304clothing.co.uk. Stress box. Root box. Yes, yes. Check yes. them out. Yeah, stress box life. Reach out, connect. Yeah, the root you know? box organics as well on Instagram. But um, but yeah, man. Like the internet is, it can be it's so good. It's so good and, and so bad. And, and it is this whole topic is you know is all about balance, isn't it? It's all about mm-hmm. like all about balance and mm-hmm. not having too much. But with with children now, man, it's they. I feel like. What they, what they, we can look back at our lives. I won't never taught yoga, meditation in schools, uh, and that's what that's what my mission is at the moment with stress box to teach to children about stress management, and and that's that's uh, children love it. You know, my yeah. work in schools is is the, is my best work. It's and they it's because they they want to engage in this conversation. Yes, and it gets me it. so optimistic. Yeah, they need it. They're, they're craving they get, it. Exactly. Yeah. They, they they it gives them an opportunity to talk about their what stresses them out and they we just assume that they're children and they don't have stresses but tying a shoelace is a stressful mm. exercise for some children yeah, it can be and you know asking a question raising your hand talking I remember when I was in school reading I was getting mad anxiety to read in front of a class now doing podcasts that was yeah. all good and it's just like but it took me a long route to get to that <laughs> I, you know it, you know, we, can we shorten that gap a little bit that journey you know mm. yeah. it, that's, that's for me it's like well, you know find out for children and, and this uh, I ask a lot of good questions towards them uh, and get them to on that on that uh, that critical thinking level yes, where they're yes. thinking about okay how can I will where can where can yoga come into my 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 school life like you know it's not just doing an hour of yoga it's like where you know if I'm if I'm, up, if I'm playing hockey for 80 minutes where, where where can I stretch the day before play, yeah. you know can I go into a yin yoga pose for four minutes an hour before the session squeeze that in uh, or after because I'm leaning so much and this is this is the this is how I like to get children to think you know because 
that's that's what's important there's these little small things with the timing of meditation the timing of a yoga pose the timing of uh you know relaxation bringing that the walk on the canal Mm. exactly the timing of it this that's that's where i feel like children that's what i want to give children the platform for that's what stress box is about and that's what for me is my like that's why i'm in schools and i want to get into more schools and more schools because it's it's constantly uh growing and going back to what you said about the, the pandemic with the fear since since i've been back in schools in september you know kids were talking kids were kids love my work you know before talking about stress but now it's like because we've been in this little state of fear and, and there is new stresses it's like they want to know more and more and more now yeah. and they and they're, mm. they're willing to listen even even more now and that's that's I mean, it's a sad thing mm. that, you yeah. know it's sad but you know it's, it's the world yeah. yeah it is how it is that's I didn't know the word anxiety at the moment yeah I'd never heard the word anxiety as a child I don't know about nah. you it, no, it no, just no, wasn't on my no, no, you know no, I might no. say whatever the actual scenario is like this person said this to me but I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been able to say I'm anxious or but children say that now, mm-hmm. eight-year-olds. Yeah. I think you were allowed to be a child for longer when we were kids. You, we were allowed yes. to be a child. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the internet sped that up, hasn't it, yeah. I suppose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, people, thank you very much for coming today. Stress no box. Thank Bless, you. man. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, it's been great. Lessons, Catherine. People, this pleasure. is the College Dropouts. You know where to find us. All major podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.